Hey, Doc, thanks for seeing me on such short notice. Uh, there's just something I, I just want to run by you and see what you think. Um, I think that this is going to be the best year ever. I'm going to uh, say two words to you right now. I, I want you to listen to them very, very carefully. Then I want you to take them out of the office with you and incorporate them in, into your life. You ready? Yes. Okay, here, you're there. Stop it! <laughs> Happy Holidays! Welcome. Happy holidays. The Happy Life Studios. May the calendar keep ringing. Happy holidays to you. We're here to make your happy holidays even happier. Happy holidays. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Happy New Year, Happy Lifer. Or should I say, Happy Life New Year. I'm so glad that you decided to join us today to bring in the new year together. That just makes me happy right there. So thank you for joining us, allowing us to help you bring in the new year. And I'd also like to thank, while I'm at it, Bob Newhart for seeing me on such short notice. (laughs) You know, we talked last week about reruns, old TV shows, old movies that we love to watch and some that we shouldn't watch. And I would really recommend going back to last week's podcast if you didn't listen to it. I've gotten some good reports from some happy lifers on it, but Bob Newhart is definitely worth checking out. Anything Bob Newhart did was great. And he was super funny, helped out a lot of people. Bob Newhart was just a classic. He was a class act. And everything he did was great. And he did a show for years called The Bob Newhart Show, where he played a psychiatrist. And you should just really check it out if you're looking for a great feel-good show that has a lot of good stuff to it, including that scene right there that I was in. I bet you didn't know that I was on The Bob Newhart Show when I was famous, did you? That's because I wasn't. I just dubbed my voice in there. But that was the scene. He was talking to somebody else in the show, and he just told him to stop it. Stop it! And that's a rerun that we probably should play more often. I don't know about you, but there are many times I need somebody to tell me to stop it. (laughs) I've given my wife permission to tell me that. I haven't given my boys permission to tell me that, but that doesn't seem to stop them at all. (laughs) But I think we'd be much healthier and much happier, honestly, if we had more people in our life that we could trust not just any random person, but people in our lives that we trust their life and we, we trust that they care about us, that, that say stop it to us. Tell us to stop it. It's a rerun that we should probably play more often if we want to walk down a, a happier, healthier path. But the problem is we don't always allow people that place to be able to say that. Bob Newhart and the Bob Newhart Show was a psychiatrist. And when you're paying a psychiatrist hundreds of dollars an hour, you tend to listen to what they have to say, even if it's, stop it. (laughs) And truth be told, we all have those people in our lives. We all have people that could counsel us. 
we all have psychiatrists, so to speak, counselors that know us well enough, that care for us well enough, that are not in our jungle, that can tell us to stop doing certain things and we would be happier. Part of our problem sometimes is we just fill our lives with way too many things. That's what I want to talk about today, bringing in this whole new year, is is that you know our life is already full. And last week, if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, I would really recommend going back and checking it out. We talked about things that we need to return. You know, it's, it's the return season. We return all our Christmas gifts that don't fit. And th- when things don't fit in our lives, the best thing that we can do is to return them. We talked about how we need to return guilt and regret. And we talked about how we need to return people that hinder us from our goals, people that drain us, that don't feed us, how we need to return road rage and how we need to return the complaints, go to the complaint department and return the complaints, how we re- need to return anger. And then we talk about five things we should replace those things with. When we return them, we should replace the bad returns and reruns, the guilt and regret, with happy returns, with happy reruns. We should replace the draining people with people that feed us. And if we don't feel like we have anybody in our life that's that way, then we need to be that person for somebody else. Uh, we talked about how we need to replace the road rage with highway happy and how we need to replace the complaints with compliments. And lastly, how we need to replace our anger with kindness. But our lives are just so full, and we got a lot of people out there just like the first scene with Bob Newhart. I just want to make this the best year ever. You're going to see that all over TikTok. You probably have been seeing it all over Instagram, podcasts, where people are always saying the same thing. It's just like everyone keeps saying the same thing. You know, I shouldn't say everyone. I guess I'm exaggerating. I've told you a million times to stop exaggerating. (laughs) But so many people are always saying, make this the best year ever. I just think that's a wrong philosophy. I think it's a wrong mentality. I think it sets us up for failure. Just like when we talked about a couple podcasts ago about how when we decide we're going to make, this is going to be the perfect Christmas. It's going to be the hap, hap, happiest Christmas ever, as Clark would say in the movie Christmas Vacation, speaking of reruns that are worth watching. (laughs) But when we put such pressure on ourselves to make Christmas the best Christmas ever, we tend to fail. Because then we lose the whole perspective of what Christmas is really about. It's about us enjoying the moment, us enjoying the season. When we try to make the moment perfect, I mean, think about the, the teams that, that want to win the Super Bowl, that want to win the, win the division, want to win the championship, right? In, in football, we, we concentrate many times on having the perfect season. In baseball, you can't have a perfect season because there's no way you could win every game. But in football, and at least in the National Football League, there's only 16 games, 17 games now, I guess. But you know, when people concentrate on having the perfect season, but then they, they lose a Super Bowl, you know, I, I I think it's much better when your team, my team one year was went from worst to first, and they started off and they had lost like the first four games, the first four out of six games, something like that. They came back and won the Super Bowl. It wasn't about having a perfect season. It was about enjoying the season. Once they lost those first few games and the pressure was off of them, they started enjoying the game that they, they were that they're, they're paid to play. They started enjoying what they're called to do. They started enjoying and playing for the fun of it, and then that championship dropped in their lap. But when we try to make this the best year ever, then if we're not careful, that tends to lead us to we're going to concentrate on having the perfect year. This year has to be better than last year, which has to be better than the year before that. You know what? There's no way you can continue to build like that. And why would you need to? How about we make this just a great year? How about we make it a happy year? How about we make it a hopeful year? What kind of year would you like to have? Like I said, we are so busy 
We have so many things in our calendar. Why do we want to add more to it? We want to make the 2023 the best year. May this be the best year you've ever had. So now we got to set goals. But we're setting goals. We're adding things to a calendar that is already over full with so many things. How are we going to add anything else in there? But I got ahead of myself a little bit. What kind of year do you want to have? Forget about having the best year ever. I know that's what all so many experts are saying or so many self-proclaimed experts or whatever. I don't know. I know we hear it all over the place. Make this your best year ever. How about we just make it a great year, a happy year, a hopeful year? What kind of year do you want this year to be? Like what's a, a theme for you? My, my theme last year was LA. That's the year I wanted to have in 2022. I have it on my, my screen, on my computer. I wa- looked at it every day. LA. It means to put fear, doubt, anger, etc., to rest, to calm, to quiet. It means to lessen or relieve, to mitigate, to alleviate. That's what LA means. That's the year I wanted last year because the years prior to that were just brutal on me. They were just difficult years, and I wanted a year where I could allay a lot of that stress and anxiety and anger and all that stuff. I wanted to allay that. I wanted to lessen that. I wanted to alleviate some of that because I just didn't feel like I could take it anymore. And you know what? I had that theme all year long and it really didn't even fall into play until the last quarter of the year. The last two or three months is when it really started falling into play. But I focused on that all year long. But near the end of the year, it started to play out. And I started to rest more and alleviate more. And I started to allay a lot more of my fears and anxieties and things like that. That's the year I wanted to have. What year do you want to have this next year? What's a theme that would describe what kind of year you want to have? I've already got one for this year. It took me, maybe the reason why it took so long last year is because it took me a good month or two to even come up with a lay. I just thought on it and thought on it for a long time until it finally came across my path. And oftentimes the theme, the thought, if you just think on it, it will show up. In the same way that I just focused on a lay all year long, and then it finally happened near the end of the year. I think if we just focus on what kind of a year do I want to have? What kind? What do I want to say at the end of 2023? Instead of saying, I want to have the best year ever. No, what kind of year do you want to have? But this year it came right away. Two words for me, chill and chains. They seem opposite each other, but we used to do, when we did school assemblies years ago, and I'm thinking about bringing it back in the school assemblies I do now with Value Up, the school assembly program that I'm a part of now. But we would bring a student out from the crowd, and we would do this kind of like little video, and we'd have these mu- this music playing, kind of a dark music, and kids would come out with these big, heavy chains, and, and these kids represented many things. They represented bullying. They represented drugs. They represented alcohol abuse. They represented bad words that people have said to them. I mean, these chains can represent a bunch of things, and in that drama, while the music was playing, they would just wrap that kid all up in chains. It was very moving. The, the music was very powerful, and then we'd go into this old Michael, I think it was Michael Bolton, but this old song that said, I'm going to break these chains around me. And then we had kids from the crowd that wanted to help this person get free. It was so touching. I want to cry talking about it right now. They'd come out from the crowd and they'd begin to unwrap that person from those chains. Anxiety is a chain. Anger is a chain. That's why I keep talking about. We've got to stop. We've got to return that anger. Road rage can be a chain, right? The guilt, the, the regret, 
the the complaints, these are all chains that can bind us up. And I had a happy life or give me a ring with a chain in the middle of it. And he said, I've been wanting to give you this for a while, but he says, I just believe that those chains that have been on your life, like I said, they've been really rough years. And he gave this ring to me right in the middle of when I'm starting to finally fall into that allay part of the year. And he said, I think your chains have finally been broken, Steve. I think it's time for you to be free and happy. So I wear that ring and I just love that. So that's one. I I believe that the allay part has come. I've learned to mitigate, to alleviate a lot of that other stuff. My other word that is even a bigger word than chains, I believe the chains have fallen off. I just need to remind myself that I don't have to live in that. I can receive the allay. I don't have to live around those chains. Those chains have been broken off me. I don't have to keep picking them up and wrap myself up in them again because we're a creature of habit, right? We we get free from a chain and we oftentimes will rebind ourselves up in there. That's why it's important to listen to the podcast that we did last week talking about the things that we need to return. I think it'd be good to listen to that on a regular basis because we need to be reminded to stop picking up the chains and putting them back around. We need to be free from those things. The the second word that I have that's even bigger than the chains, the change is just a reminder that last year ended with a lay. The word that I really want to focus on this year is just chill. I just want to chill. I want to stop judging myself. I want to stop judging others. It's so easy to criticize. It's so easy to critique. It's so easy to call someone else stupid. It's so easy to say they're dumb. It's so easy to say they're a terrible driver, but I'm a perfect driver. It's so easy to say those guys' views are stupid, but mine are right on. I mean, it's easy to do that. Gravity, as John Mayer says, stay away from me, right? Gravity comes over and it's easy to judge people. It's easy to judge ourselves. I want to chill. I want to chill. I want to be in a chill vibe. I want this year to be a chill year where when the hard times come, I can still learn to chill in the middle of the hard times because the hard times are going to come. Chill doesn't mean that the, the hard times are going to go away. Chill means in the midst of this struggle, I can chill in my attitude and say it's going to be okay. Just like happy life is a lifestyle where you get and keep happy no matter what the circumstances are. That's what I want to do with chill. So the chains are gone. Bring the chill on. I guess that would be the kind of the theme phrase. The chains are gone. Bring the chill on. That's what I want to have this year for my year. But what kind of year do you want to have? We talked about how we need to return some regret and the guilt and all that type of stuff. But I just want to visit that just for a little bit. And that might seem hypocritical. Like it doesn't make sense. It doesn't line up. You tell us to return that. But I want to visit that for a little bit because this is what we're trying to do right here. I want to help us figure out what kind of year we want to have. By the way, we do life coaching, and I want to do a special for you guys. For $100, I will give you an hour phone call, and I will help you come up with what you want your year to be like. I'll help you spot the negative things that happen in your life. The the answers are already in every one of you. You just need someone to help pull that out of you. And I am willing to come along and help you with that. So for just a hundred bucks, I can do that. I'll give you an hour of my time and we'll do it over Zoom or we'll do it over a phone call or whatever. But I will help you figure out because I'm not in your jungle. So it's easy for me. I had a a person call me up the other day and we just had this incredible, uh, they had heard about me years ago. And then they just called me up and and uh, asked me something. And pretty soon it turned to this, this long conversation that we had. And I was able to walk them through some things that they're struggling with. And I've been doing that for 30 plus years. So I've been, I've been doing it a little while with all sorts of age groups and across the board. So if that's something you're interested in, you can always call us at our Yo Steve hotline and just leave me your number or your email address or whatever. That's 425 425- 200 Hayes, 425-200-H-A-Y-S, 4297. Or feel free to email us at podcast 
at happylife.studio and let us know that you're interested in that and we'll get a hold of you and we'll set up a time when we can set up a phone call, half hour, hour, whatever you want. We can have up to an hour for that $100. But I'm going to do a little bit of that right now in the podcast here. It just won't be as personal. So I want us to visit some of the regrets we had last year so we don't repeat them this year. I'm not talking about holding on to those regrets. I'm talking about returning those regrets. But what were some of those regrets? We're talking about what kind of year we want to have this next year. So to do that, let's just talk about the year we don't want to have. What parts about last year, the last few years, and I would recommend pausing the podcast right now and going and getting a piece of paper or getting your phone and recording these thoughts on your phone, on that piece of paper, on your computer, whatever. But make a list right now. What are some of the things you do not want this year to be? Because it's easy to spot the things that we blew it on. Okay, that's easy. And sometimes and oftentimes, actually, that will help us propel us to the things that we do want to become like we want our year to be. So take a few moments and write down the things about last year that you did not like. I'm not talking about circumstances. I'm talking about us. We can't control circumstances, but we can't control how we respond to them. Were you too busy last year? Did you struggle with anxiety last year more than you would have liked to? Did you wish you spent more time with your family or with friends last year? Write that stuff down and then take that and flip that and say, then what do I want to do to combat that this year? What do I want to do to, to stop that from happening this year? What is the antidote for that? What is the... Uh, when, you, when you're sick, right, you go and you take antibodies. What is the antibody to that sickness or that thing that you did not like from last year? And write down what kind of a year you want to have. And then think of a word that describes that. It doesn't have to be catchy or anything. It's just between you. No one else has to know the word. I think it'd be cool to share it with some people that are close to you. But share that word with somebody else, that thought, that idea, and, and process it together. I was with our a whole extended family the other night and just talking about what words do you guys have this year? I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about that. One said dance. Oh, I love that word. What a great word for the year is dance. Anyway, instead of focus on making this the best year yet, let's just focus on making this what kind of year do you want it to make it? Do you want to make it a happier year, a more hopeful year? Do you want to make it a calmer year? Do you want to make it a more victorious year? What kind of year do you want to have and put a thought or phrase with that year and put it somewhere that where you can read it all the time? Because getting back to what I said a little bit earlier was, you know, we keep talking about making this the best year ever. And we got to add all these goals and all these people are out there talking about we need to add this goal and add this goal. Our calendar is already so full. How are we going to add anything else to it? We're setting us up for failure. <laughs> I would suggest this. Stop it. <laughs> That's what I suggest. Stop it. Stop saying you're going to make this the best year yet and stop adding goals to your life. Try this instead. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't add any goals. It's okay to add some goals, but listen to the whole thing that I'm trying to say right here. Instead of adding goals to your already full or busy life, why don't you figure out the kind of year you want to have and just start removing, giving up, returning actions that don't line up with that? I struggle with anxiety sometimes. I want to have a chill year. So I'm not going to watch movies that make me anxious. I'm not going to watch any horror movies because my mind doesn't need any help in that. That will not add to my calm. So instead, I'm going to remove things that get in the way of that chill. 
that get in the way of the year that I want to have instead of adding things to our full or busy lives. Let's remove, return, let go of the actions, the perceptions, the thought life that don't live up with the way we want to live, that don't live up with that word that represents the year, that sentence that represents that year. Instead of adding more goals to your life, let's just subtract the things that would hinder the year we want to have, the lifestyle we want to live. So there you go. I hope your happier holidays turn into a happier year. And you know, when you give up that pressure to have the best year ever, that's usually when you win the championship, when you just enjoy playing football again, when you just enjoy living life again, and there's no pressure on you. I've got to make this year better than last year. How about we just make this year a great year? Just make it a great year. That way you can enjoy the year even more. We'll be happy too. I know some of those thoughts may be contrary to a lot of stuff you're going to see and hear out there, but I think they make sense. I believe it wholeheartedly or I wouldn't have put it on this podcast for you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, life doesn't have to be perfect to be happy. Steve Ace.